program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome to 1111 Talk Radio. Along with cohort Nikki Harris, the charismatic Delory has become an integral part of music, world genre music. Once a part of Madonna's onstage performing troupe, she worked with Madonna on six international tours, including Who's That Girl, Blonde Ambition, Drowned World, and Confessions. But now she follows an alternate muse. She's a devoted student of yoga and spiritual teachings and has just released an amazing CD called Sanctuary. I want to welcome Donna DeLore to 1111 Talk Radio, but before we have her on, I'd like you to hear a little taste of Sanctuary. to be here with you. I love your CD. It's just absolutely beautiful. And when I close my eyes and listen to that music, my heart just opens and I 
escape to another place. And I'm sure you hear that a lot yeah. from your listeners. Well, that happens for me, too. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this. Yeah, when I play live, I always have that experience. It's like this is my healing, it's my meditation. And I usually find when I'm playing this music that I'm the most present and in the moment, and um, that always feels really great. It's a big jump from pop music to this type of music. How did you actually make that leap, or what caused that? You know, it was a it was an, an evolution over the years. I had been studying. You know, I lived in Nashville. I moved there when I when I was sixteen with my dad after my mom had died, and just completely took on a new direction in my life. Became a vegetarian, and someone had given me the book, The Mustard Seed, which was the um, I guess trans, kind of a interpretation of the gospel according to Thomas and it was it was incredible there was that and then autobiography of yogi I started reading all this stuff when I was a teenager so I started studying that early on and then went on into you know moved back to Hollywood and pursuing my pop music career and all that and my spiritual studies were always way on the side and I was doing pop music and singing songs like, Ooh, baby, baby, <laughs> whatever I was singing, meet me on the dance floor. And that's all great. But um, I didn't really start writing my songs until later. And when I started writing my own songs, this stuff started coming out of me. And I didn't know I could write. So I had an opportunity to write. I started writing about things that were really deep to me because that's what inspired me to write. And it was inevitable that these, you know, the ways that I felt my the way I saw life and my philosophies and um, all these philosophies I'd been studying that really resonated with me came out in my music. And then I really discovered the sounds of world music from traveling around with Madonna and uh, being on tour. I did another French tour with another French artist and really being around like in Paris around all that world music and a lot of Middle Eastern influences and Eastern Indian. So I just uh, started producing my music with different instruments and I was still a pop songwriter, but I had different instrumentation that made it more eclectic. And then bringing in these um, more kind of spiritual principles and things like, you know, heaven can be anywhere, why not here? And um, love goes on and on. And well, it's kind of interesting because really to be a teenager and to be exposed to something like Autobiography of a Yogi uh-huh. or I've, I've uh, also in our interview for 1111 Magazine that's coming out uh, September, October, you spoke about being very influenced by Joseph Campbell oh, yeah. and, and other individuals. And you know, a teenager, that's, that's young to be exposed to that, much less I would never consider Nashville, Tennessee, the place that you would find those types of um, that type of influence in that way. Yeah, it was was incredible. I also, before I went to Nashville, I started going to this new thought church. It was a church of religious science, and the minister was just so amazing. And his, he was just talking about all these different ways of looking at things, which was really more of the Eastern view. And it just, it just opened my heart, and it just made me realize that that that's the way I really felt inside, and that was the path I wanted to be on, and um, the kind of thinking I wanted to. To have, and it was a huge, huge shift from where the way I'd grown up, being you know not really. My mom rebelled against Catholic Church, and didn't I didn't grow up in any kind of church with any kind of religion, and I was always really interested, and I was interested in the devotion part of it, but not any um, any certain 
church or any certain way. You know, I just kind of liked everything. I liked going to my friend's temple, and I liked going to my friend's Catholic church, and um, and that's the way I've always been. I've just been really into um, the concept of one truth, many paths, and that's what I want to do. I, I think it happens in my music. A lot of different things are coming together. Well, I find that, too, and, and what is so beautiful about the music that you're creating is you utilize some of the other cultures in terms of uh, the Sanskrit melodies and different things, but you also break it down to have the English wording so that people can connect. If they don't understand that wording, they can connect to the real essence of the song and the essence of what you're bringing to the song with you as you sing. Yeah, I think I think that's important, and, and I just naturally did that on Lover and the Beloved without even thinking about it. And a lot of that was because of the way of me being a songwriter um, and making different, like, musical sections in the song. So I would go from a verse section to maybe a bridge or a B section, we call it, before a chorus, and, and I would want to say something different in there. And it just provided a great space in there for me to say some English words. And I even love when I'm um, in front of an audience and I'm singing something like, let's say, Aham Prema, which is all Sanskrit words. I love to do some spoken word in English, and I do that on my remixes too, just to kind of, you know, in a subtle way to let people know what this is about. And um, and well, I, think I think if it, they do know, it can it can go deeper too. Well, it really it brings that oneness together. I think it, it really allows other individuals to recognize maybe there is a commonality between all these things. Maybe we're just really looking for the truth, and we find out that it, it resonates with all the past rather than it having to be one particular way. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, it's... That's true. <laughs> uh, as you are going through your tours with Madonna and the other uh, French artists, were you feeling a tug to create your own music? Was this something that just kind of happened in your lap? Um, how did it actually evolve into this? Well, I always wanted to be an artist, you know, and I grew up singing in the studio because my dad was a musician and a producer, so I got to audition when I was eight years old for a man who hired children singers for commercials and TV and everything. And I knew I wanted to sing. And I remember going to that audition. I was really shy, but I knew I had to do it. I just loved to sing, and I wanted to be part of that. So I got a job. I did a dog food commercial. And I always worked as a kid in the studio. So I had my own little bank account, my own savings. Um, I, I was used to working singing, and it wasn't like I was a background singer. I was a, a you know, studio singer, and I did also did TV shows and some acting and everything. So when I grew up, I wanted to be an artist. You know, it wasn't my goal to be a background singer or to be, you know, in someone's show standing behind them, whatever. Um, it ended up being that way just out of, you know, I needed a job. I was like 21 or whatever when I went and auditioned for Madonna, and I really needed a job. So it was amazing that I got that opportunity and ended up being with her because it really um, it said something in me as well where I'm a performer and I love to I love to play a part, put on a costume and, and perform. And now from all that experience I get to really take that and I look forward to in my own shows and performances taking that aspect and maybe bringing, you know, here and there some theatrical aspects, you know, bringing that into my performance and my um, just definitely in my movement, the, the way I move and dance on stage, it's there. 
I love how the universe does that. It puts us in the exact experiences to really kind of train us, to prepare us for our steps down the road. And I, I believe, you know, we often, we meet our mirrors and we have to celebrate that when we meet powerful people, it's really they're reflecting the power within us to accomplish and achieve the same things. And uh, and, and you definitely, your sound and your wording and, and just what you create is uh, is something that, that the world over needs to definitely partake in. Now, yeah. you have had several CDs. You have, and the one that I'm, I became familiar with you uh, was The Lover and the Beloved, which is absolutely another wonderful CD. Mm-hmm. Your latest one is Sanctuary. And uh, you have a couple of others that you did prior that were a little more pop. Do they blend? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one is Bliss. And that was the first, I was signed to a really big, I was signed to MCA Universal, and I did a very pop CD in the 90s. And I was working on my next one. It was too world-oriented for them because I started going in this direction. So Bliss was my first independent record that I made. I made that on my own in my house. And then I was really empowered as an independent artist and really uh, inspired by people like Andy DeFranco and you know people that were doing it on their own. That was my first one. And then there's another one I released in 2006 called Sky is Open. And we will talk a little bit more about both of those mm-hmm. CDs. I am with Donna DeLore, and you can find out more about her at DonnaDelore.com. Her CDs are downloadable on iTunes, and you can also see a schedule of tours that she's going on if you go to that website. We will be right back in just a few minutes, and we'll hear some more music from Donna's latest CD, Sanctuary. Join us in just a few minutes. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice, what if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. John and Delory. It has a seamless blend of East and West, a beautiful hybrid of English lyrics and devotional Sanskrit mantras set to very modern melodies. She has been performing with Madonna and Nikki Harris for quite a while before she branched out on her own and stepped into the world music genre. Her latest CD is Sanctuary, and it is available on her website at this time which is DonnaDelory.com. I'd like to allow you to hear another track from that CD, which is Guru Om. What is Guru or who is Guru? The conscience within you is the Guru. The one that guides you. The one that enlightens you. As such, there is a Guru in everybody. Shanti Guru, 
Yeah, before I actually found out I was pregnant, I was working on my next more singer-songwriter pop CD. Um, but I had been starting to really, at that time, play my music in yoga centers and churches and everything, and I was thinking more along the lines of... I was starting to think about making a separate CD for that was more devotional. So when I got pregnant, I it, it just put me in a whole other place and more vulnerable... Um, thinking, just going more, all of a sudden I just went in more of a direction of devotion. And as I got, you know, as my awareness increased about what was really going on, I I was praying a lot. And um, I started, you know, doing, doing a lot more mantras on my harmonium and pieces started coming out of me. And, you know, a song like the song Surrender, which was just this ultimate song about surrendering to, for the union of this love with this child and asking, um, you know, I just I felt comfort in singing these songs. Like there's a song I sing by Robert Robertson called Unbound, and there's a song Glow. Um, it was like celebrating and also at the same time uh there's so much unknown that was ahead of me, so I was really praying a lot, and it just it, it made me really open up and open up my heart. And I think I, it made me be able to be way more of a giving person. And of course, when I had my daughter, I found so much more inside of me that I, I never knew I had. And that's when I did the Lover and the Beloved after I had her. And and there are are some amazing songs on the Lover and the Beloved as well, and you can really feel that feeling. When you had uh, your first daughter, uh, did you realize that you were going through these shifts? Were there, you know, so often through a person's soul journey, there are these deep valleys of pain that we have to cross before we get to our our places of bliss, and, and one of your CDs is called Bliss. That was yeah. released in 2000. Did you have any valleys that you had to cross? Well, absolutely. I felt like, and you know, personally, I felt like I was I was stuck, and I was actually, you know, the house I was even in. I felt like I was stuck in there, and I really wanted to move to the mountains, and I just didn't feel like I could make make that shift on my own. And um, I felt I had a prayer that was, I want my life to change, I want my life to change, I want to change. And then I got pregnant. And at the time, I got pregnant with someone I was in a relationship with, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something I really saw a future in. It was actually somebody I met in my yoga class. (laughs) So, you know, he was younger than me, and, and you know, we were amazingly, there was so much love and great connection, but it just wasn't. It wasn't the kind of life partner that I ended up really needing. And so I ended up having my baby on my own, and, um, and that that was just part of my journey. And, and there's so many lessons that come from experiences like that. What, what do you think came from 
having to be on your own and having your baby, what what strengths did you pull out of that that you can look back on now? Um, the big thing was about trusting the universe. I mean, that's the huge thing. You know, I I had I just had so much fear because I was so. I I was identifying myself with something that was just an illusion, and I needed to just, like, bust out of that. And I think by, you know, having the baby, it completely just tore me away from that. And, uh, And, you know, it was always challenging when I went on those Madonna tours because it was kind of like, because it went on so long for so many years, I kept having this mirror in front of me of who I used to be and what my attachments were. And I really got to see, oh, am I still hanging on to that? Am I still attached to that? Oh, that's interesting. You know, and after I'd taken that journey and had the baby and did more, you know, started my devotional music and everything, I actually went on tour with her again after that. And it was really like, really like okay, who are you now? I mean, it was constantly, um, you know, a challenge of me looking at myself. Well, and we often don't realize that as we're moving forward, sometimes it requires a couple of steps back so that we can mm-hmm. take more steps forward. And, and rather than judging, gosh, I've slipped back or I'm back where I thought I had left from, it really is part of that dance that we experience. Yeah, and there's the practical aspect of really like, um, you know, I've always been on my, I've been on my own since I was so young supporting myself. So I was like 15, 16, and... You know, I always did everything on my own. I bought my house on my own, my car. You know, I got my, I started working, you know, young. And um, it was really important to me to, to do it on my own. And, and part of those tours, too, was just what a blessing to have that kind of support and income to help me be this kind of artist. Um, it was just amazingly supportive. But on the inside, I did have those, you know, I had those struggles and, um and what was beautiful is like one night on those tours, I'd be, you know, in front of an arena, you know, I'd be part of this show in front of 10,000 people, which was her vision. And then the next night I would be in front of my audience, which could be like, it could be 30, 40 people in a yoga center. They were sitting right in front of me, like two feet away. <laughs> and I'm chanting these mantras, you know. It was so different, but... It was the same spirit, you know, every time I open my mouth and I sing, I feel like no matter what I'm singing, it's it's devotional, and it always has been for me, because singing for me is just so healing, and it's just like this, I feel like this gift I've been given, so as long as I'm doing it, it's what I'm supposed to be doing, and, and it feels right. Well, you've just completed an East Coast tour, and you have several cities coming up that you're going to be going to, Boulder, Encinitas, Joshua Tree, uh, places in Hawaii and in San Francisco. Uh-huh. And you just left Kripalu, where you had another awareness, and it kind of falls into the conversation that we're having. Uh, and and it, it related to you hearing a, a talk that was being given by Deepak Chopra at the same time regarding destiny. Would you repeat the... Uh, that you yeah, there's this song that I've been working on where it really, I wanted to bring, you know, I wanted to have a song or a whole album that really brings together the mantras and the story as that I'm telling as a songwriter. So I'm in my life and I'm going through, you know, whatever I'm going through in this song and then it goes to the mantra. And the mantra is about being connected to the earth and being this, this witnessing self that's witnessing all this stuff going on. And I couldn't quite define what was the idea behind the song, but I, it was just it's something that's so important to me. I talk about a lot in my songs. And I was sitting there listening to Deepak talk this last weekend because I did the concert 
that weekend at Kapalu. The next morning, I'm in the back. I kind of snuck into his lecture, and I was doing yoga in the back. And he said, it is my destiny to play the roles, but I'm not the roles I am playing. And I went, and this song that I'm writing right now that's about, that I'm working on for my next CD, is about all these roles and all these passing dreams and just keeping on this path and identifying with something that's greater, which is this eternal God presence, which is the unchanging. And and he just, it was just so perfect that I just slipped in and heard him say that. It was just one of those moments, you know, the universe is going, and, you're and right where you need to be such, right now. You know? And that is such a profound statement. It is my destiny to play the roles, but I'm not the roles I'm playing. Yeah. Because you are mother, you are daughter, you are singer, you are friend, you are wife. And we are all those roles, and we have to play them. I am here with Donna DeLore talking about her latest CD, Sanctuary. And you can find out more about that and her upcoming other tour dates and places at DonnaDelore.com. You can also find out about her other CDs, which were The Lover and the Beloved, Sky is Open, and Bliss. We'll be right back in a few minutes, and we'll hear a little bit more music and go a little deeper into Donna DeLore's journey. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you looking for Life's Balance? Look no further than 7th Wave Network. We're bringing you Life's Balance with Shaman M. Let Melody McBride take you on a unique listening experience. You'll explore the world of alternative health. Learn about the many facets of healing. Preventative lifestyles from children to seniors will be discussed on the show. Listen for Life's Balance with Shaman M. Broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. It's the healthy side of life. Let peace and balance be yours. The results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgical After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are 
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Today my guest is Donna DeLore, who has just released the CD, Sanctuary. You can find out more about her on DonnaDelore.com, and you can download her songs on iTunes or go to her site and find out where it can be sold. We also have a wonderful extended interview in 1111 Magazine for the September-October issue, and that is available by subscription at 1111magmag.com or through your local Barnes & Noble store. I'd love for you to hear another one of her songs that really touches my heart called Bathe in These Waters. Who is speaking to whom in that song, Donna? 
Well, it's, you know, I actually didn't write that song. David Newman, who's a dear friend of mine, Durgadas, wrote that. And I heard him play it live one time, and I, just the sound of it and the mantra, you know, I didn't particularly associate with anything in my life. I just loved the overall piece. But actually, when I recorded that song, I just, uh, lost my sister to ovarian cancer, and when I was holding her, when I went after I finished a tour and went there to be with her, holding her and just trying to help her let go of her fear and let herself just be you know healed in that moment before she passed. And when I sing that song, I think of her and that intention to help her let go. Um, and also help myself, you know. So I think of her, and that's the meaning that it has for me, and the the connecting to the to the Ganges and the the water being the healer, and any kind of connection to the earth as well. Um, well, thank you for sharing that yeah, yeah. very intimate piece of your life with us. And I, I do think water tends to be very healing. And listening to the to the words of that song. I, I think an individual could very easily feel if if the water did just shower on me, I could be released from whatever it is that my experience is. Mm-hmm. And and there are quite a few songs uh, you have written, co-written some of the songs on the CD, and then there are other songs written by various members of your band. Oh, definitely. Mainly Cameron Stone, who's a cellist, I began working with fifteen years ago when I started to go into the more devotional direction on my record on the CD Bliss, and his bringing this, you know, he grew up, of course, a classical musician, and me coming from my pop dance background, it was a really great mix to start actually writing on the cello and with the harmonium. He's my main kind of band member co-writer on a lot of the pieces. And how did you become introduced to the Sanskrit mantras? Was this something that was back from your teen years, or was this later in your career? You know, I heard the mantras being chanted over the years, you know, from afar. And even when I was a little kid, I remember hearing, you know, you know, my sweet Lord, Krishna, Krishna, singing along with that, you know, being happy to be singing it, not knowing what it was. What it was. Uh, but later on, I started having, you know, I met Dave Stringer, who was, who was doing a lot of the, you know, starting doing a lot of kirtan and then listening to Jayutal records. It just, you know, I think it was my love for world music and my expanding awareness to, um, for bringing in different, you know, kind of words and different prayers and things into my music. Sanskrit, I had heard Joseph Campbell talk about it being the great spiritual language of the world. And I heard, I always remember phrases that he talked about, like Sachidananda. And there were things that really resonated with me and then later on through studying yoga and listening to these, you know, mantra CDs, it all started kind of coming together and it just resonated with me and I really, I honestly feel like whether I'm singing a hymn that comes more from, like Sanctuary is more of a Christian hymn or singing, you know, Ganapati Om, a Ganesh mantra, it's all, it's all coming from this place of awe and wanting, you know, wanting the healing and the transformation and wanting to become this witness and this not um, being be, being this person, this witness that's in the world but not of it. And um, 
And it really I started once you get into the music, or once a listener gets into the music, when when you're there, it even transcends the actual wording. There's it's it's more about the vibration and the sound yeah. and the feeling. And intention. If you allow yourself to get into yeah. and the intention, yes. Yeah, and and the, you know it's hard to intellectualize it. I really feel like you. Um, a lot of people like to just you know sing in Sanskrit because then it kind of shuts the mind off when people don't know what the words are. Um, but I think it is really we were talking earlier. It is really powerful sometimes to put in some English words where people can just connect that way, and it could just be you know help me let go or. Um, it could be like aham prema. I might say that over and over again, and then I might say, "I am divine love, united with the source. I am truth, unchanging." You know, there's a few words like that. It's like, "Oh yes, that's what I am. That's how I feel." Um, but it's all to me. It's all the same thing. It's uh, whether I'm singing in English or the mantras. I feel like it's coming from the same place in me. Absolutely, and when you started all of your uh, world music and, and um, started touring and going different places, originally you were going into traditional venues like House of Blues, but then you mm-hmm. had an experience which helped to guide you to where people were that could really take in your music. Would you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we were on tour for my album Bliss, and I was in a bar, a place called Grape Street Pub, and, you know, I'd done, like, years of when I was doing my, my records and my dance records and everything, being in, like, pubs and bars and everything, which never felt great to me. But I was doing, like, dance music. And, and you know, I'd kind of gotten used to that. And then here I was in this club one night, and I'm, I'm singing Love Goes On and On. You know, I'm saying nothing here is mine. Even this won't last forever. You know, these lyrics that were more inspired by, you know, my studies and everything that were in the song. And I'm, I'm just like over the bar while people are, like, clanking their glasses and drinking and saying, like, calling out songs that I didn't even know. And I would just say, play louder, play louder to my band just to get through it. And then that night I just said, okay, this is not satisfying. This is not where I should be. The next day I met my friend Durga Das in the produce section of Whole Foods. And, I, you know, I literally walked into the store with my manager and I just said, okay, where do these people listen to music? Where do they, who do they, who, what resonance, you know, what kind of music do they listen to and where do they go? And this is who my audience is, so I need to find that. So I met David Newman, and he had a yoga center called Yoga on Main in Philadelphia. So he said, well, why don't you come to my center and do a concert? So he invited his whole community, and that was the first concert I did there. And, you know, there was a picture of Ama and Neem Karoli Baba and, you know, it was just this devotional place that, you know, I felt, of course, really comfortable in. My band was kind of going, you know, it took them a little bit to, to realize where they were, um, but I had already been practicing yoga, and I and it all kind of clicked for me, and I thought, well, why can't I do this, you know? I didn't really have anyone's, I didn't feel like any footsteps to follow. You know, I just had to kind of do my own thing, and it's, you know, it's taken a while, but I definitely, I feel like I found that audience. 
And I am today with Donna DeLore, who has just released the CD Sanctuary. Among other CDs that she has released in the past have been The Lover and the Beloved, Bliss and Skies Open. You can find all of those on her website, along with her tour, or they are downloadable on iTunes. In addition, she is featured in the September-October issue of 1111 Magazine, which you can get subscriptions at 1111mag.com or go to your local Barnes & Nobles as of September 1st and pick up a copy. We'll be right back with Donna DeLore and hear a little bit more of her beautiful music. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Let's take another listen to Donna DeLore with another one of her tracks and also meet one of her children on the way. Thank you. 
one thing that was very apparent when we did the 1111 Magazine interview is how connected you are to your children and what Mm -hmm. a great mother you seem to be and have really stepped into that role in a beautiful way as well. The question that many would have and the many uh, would have a challenge in experiencing their own lives is how to balance those different roles and be able to still stay present uh, with your children, with your career, with the travel, with your husband. How is that being handled and working for you? Well, right now, you know, we're so focused on the new baby, so um, it's really, my focus has been on being present with the baby and getting, you know, I mean, focus was getting sleep for the first few few months because I really, my biggest fear, you know, all fear is fear of death. And, I mean, my greatest fear was not sleeping and just getting so run down and everything. Well, that happened. And I didn't sleep. It was pretty intense. So I'm kind of coming out of that now because she's sleeping through the night. And she's nine months old now. She's nine months. And we actually just went on our first tour, which was, you know, I didn't know how that was going to go, but it went beautifully. And she's great. And, you know, it's just everything, the universe is a revealing step-by-step everything to me that this is my path and my children are are fine with it and aligned with it and it's really like um, that my challenge is to stay present in the moment and not not worry about the future. And, you know, because I'm getting like all these offers now and to go out on tours and be out there and and I know I just take it day by day. My my husband is actually an integrative MD who just started his practice, and his practice is taking off. So it's wonderful that he's having that now. So it's really like it's intense when the two parents like have careers, and at the same time we have these, um, you know, this outlook on life and this this lifestyle of you know growing our own food and holistic living and being present with our children and everything. So. Um, I feel like I just have to make time for everything. And I want to be there. You know, I want to be at home, you know, in the kitchen making, you know, treats with the kids and taking my daughter to her little her progressive school she's starting and doing music and that and, and being there in the grass with the baby as she's discovering, like, blades of grass and looking up at the trees. And it's just all amazing. I'm just, every day I'm just counting my blessings for this miracle I get to experience, and I, and um, you know, the moments when I'm not counting my blessings, I'm just trying to really just be more aware and have more gratitude for everything. Well, and it's it's challenging enough uh, having a career that is fast paced and growing and allowing for all these uh, different offers and different things coming in. You know, and, and part of that ends up being all the emails and the phone calls and yeah. the technology aspect that we have of things. But to also have two children, a six-year-old and a nine-month-old, that really puts a lot into the basket. It and doesn't. And, you know, I just pray and I have this vision for having this help, you know, this amazing help around me that can help me, support me in, you know, in the vision that we have for our life. And for me, being of service, making this music and offering it, um, you know, that we do need a lot of help and we need a village. And I think really you just need to really realize that. And sometimes to realize, yeah, maybe I do need someone to help us come in and make meals in the evening. And, and you know, it's it's so okay to get that kind of help and to to manifest it. And with, with the studies that you have done all these years and your own journey, are you at a place where you really allow and receive 
these types of things for yourself, or do you at times find uh, a little resistance to them? Yeah, I think I am more and more. I'm still, I'm really hard on myself, which I just always want to do things, you know, I have this perfect way, like even after a show, I'll, I'll after the show, I'm like back thinking about everything that happened and musically, you know, like the things that, you know, I just kind of, I'm always challenging myself. So if I learn some new songs, I want to make sure I played the chords right and everything. And sometimes it takes a while for me to just be, to let it go, let it go, let it go. Uh, that's been a huge challenge for me is just look over the past and be in the present. And that's what, for me, it's going to be a daily practice and an hour by hour practice of uh, not being hard on myself and just letting go, walking out of yesterday, you know, and and being here and, and allow myself to be recreated and kind of like reborn in a way today. Who are the ones that uh, you utilize as inspiration or mentors to help you stay on track and on point in your own life? Well, so many, so many of the, you know, so many masters and spiritual teachers, of course. Um, in our, wow, I'm thinking of anyone who's like a role model for me. Wow. I mean, I was just, we were just with, you know, Deepak Chopra over the weekend, and I just love I love the way he's using his um, experience and wisdom and knowledge to help people and be like that. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank right now of anyone else who, who's really like, you know, who gives me that kind of strength. By, sure. But um, we were talking earlier about um, how you're feeling a shift and a change uh, where more people are opening to this type of music and opening to uh, broader thinking and um, open, more open hearts. Yeah, how yeah. I think you, that even that dealing with the record company that I'm, I'm working with now, it's like you know, it's interesting how I heard Joni Mitchell. Actually, she's a huge inspiration to me. But she was saying she never, you know, somebody said she's a great jazz singer, and she said I don't like being categorized. I don't like when people have to put you into a category and that people would categorize this kind of music like a separate genre. And I don't see it that way. And maybe I hope to kind of transcend that and just make beautiful music and not be a, not just, just be a mantra or a chant artist or just be kirtan or, you know, it's okay to be, you know, devotional and spiritual music, but it's all music to me. And it's beautiful music, and, you know, however the record company wants to get it out to the mainstream, you know, that's great. But I don't, I don't want to put myself with any kind of label or put myself in that, in that place. I, I want to, you know, I'd love to sing songs in all different kinds of languages and different, I'd love to do a Native American prayer and a Hebrew prayer and anything that inspires me because it's all spirit. Well, we are going to wait to receive all of those beautiful gifts from you, Donna. You can get more uh, information about Donna DeLore at DonnaDelore.com. Her songs are downloadable on iTunes. And you can also find out more about her other CDs, Bliss, Sky is Open, and The Lover and Beloved. 
I urge you to go ahead and get your copy of Sanctuary. It's an incredibly beautiful CD with many touching songs. You can also find out a little bit more in the next issue of 1111 Magazine, the September-October issue. Get your subscriptions at 1111mag.com. Next week, my guest is Dr. Eric Pearl. We'll be talking about reconnective healing and the reconnection. I look forward to talking to you next week on 1111 Talk Radio. Until then, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.